Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokele live from Seattle in Washington USA. Greetings beautiful people. My name is Simon Javanokele. I am really excited to be here with you for another episode of the African Father in America podcast. I'm really excited to be here with a wonderful guest. Uh, my guest today is Franco ATTK. Franco ATTK is my guest. This is a an amazing uh, artist uh, and brother from uh, Burkina Faso. Franco is uh, you know is 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 spent a lot of time in Ogadougou and he's here in Seattle. He's one of the you know artists that are really building the African music scene here in Seattle, Washington. And he has an album. He has just dropped an album. He has a, an album release party coming up this uh, Saturday at Rumba Notes Lounge. So we're going to dive deep into not only the projects that he has going on right now, but we are going to learn about his childhood story. How how did he get to where he is, and what can you, our viewers and listeners, can also learn something from his story and uh you know apply it in your own lives as usual we have an amazing african proverb that grounds us today we have a proverb from ethiopia that says horns are not heavy for the cow horns are not heavy for the cow let me know in the comments what this proverb means for you but i want to share three nuggets of wisdom after i share the three nuggets of wisdom related to this proverb uh I am going to you know give Franco a chance to also talk about this proverb what does it mean for him and then after that we are going to learn about a childhood story uh that Franco will share with us that really drives who he is as an artist today and then from there we will talk about uh you know some of the work that Franco is doing as an artist you know what are some of his biggest accomplishments uh what are some of the biggest projects he's currently working on and then you will learn how you can stay connected with him currently we are live on youtube we are live on linkedin we are live on facebook and uh we are live on twitter but also we are on amp you know amp is an amazing app that is owned by amazon music and i love going there because you can literally listen to music for example franco's album you can listen to it right there on amp where we are also live with today's episode of the african father in america podcast so here is the first nugget of wisdom this is related to today's proverb again the proverb says that horns are not heavy for the cow the first nugget of wisdom says that we are capable of handling more than we think you know many times we are faced with situations that we really don't even know if we are going to make it out of it you know for example when uh, i decided that it's time for us to grow madaraka festival beyond seattle and beyond the kenyan and the african community so that we make it a national festival here in the us i it was scary and nerve-wracking but eventually we are now here looking back and seeing what we did and uh we now have the courage to even do better number two the second nugget of wisdom with hard work and determination we can overcome any obstacle you know i feel like my guest today is is a very good example of that you know uh, i met him before he finished recording the album that he's about to talk about 
but he has overcome so many obstacles and today he's going to tell us a little bit of how he was able to do that and finally we should never give up or doubt ourselves uh, even in the face of adversity you know um here in america a lot of us struggle i struggle every day uh, to even move from one place to another sometime uh, as a black person as an african uh, you know you 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 think about your moves very carefully uh, but we are being reminded by this beautiful proverb that we should never doubt ourselves we should remember our greatness and no matter how things are difficult we should always remember that you know we are the best you know no matter what <laughs> so franco i want you to talk to us uh you know just i want you to add any portion of your introduction is there anything that you want people to know about you that i didn't mention at the beginning and uh, what are your thoughts in regards to today's proverbs horns are not too heavy for the cow Right. Good morning, uh, everyone watching. Good morning, Simon. Good morning. Uh, it's very nice to be here. Thank you very much for having me today. Um, you did uh, the introduction perfectly, honestly. And uh, yeah, my name is Franco HTK. My my name is my my full name is Rimnondo Francis Ramde. Well, I've been called Franco since I was a little kid. As far as I can remember, people calling me back home was Franco, Franco, and I just kept that name as a stage name. And um, to jump right into the proverb, uh, horns are not too heavy for a cow. Uh, what, I, what I take from this is basically that if there's any hardship for me, especially what I'm think, when I'm thinking about it, if there's any hardship that comes your way, it's because you're going to be able to handle it. I'm thinking uh, nothing can ever be too big for you to handle when i hear this proverb that's what I, that's what i really get from it and um working meeting the right people you know so because sometimes sometimes there are people that are going to be there to actually accompany you uh through your journey whatever whatever you go through whatever you are uh, you have in front of you if you have those people sometimes they will be helping you and i think nothing can be too big for you to handle that's what I get from the proverb. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. You know, many times uh, we are scared. We are scared of uh, what is going to happen if we do what we really want to do, if we pursue our dreams, you know. And I feel that for me, I always think about a childhood story. When I was eight years old, my mother gave me a bicycle and asked me to help her distribute milk and bread in our neighborhood, you know. And we started work at 2 a.m. in the morning, you know. Before I go to school, I had to drop off bread and milk in small, small kiosks. You know, when you're in Africa, for those who have lived in the slum, you find that there are small kiosks where they're like grocery stores, but they're small, where a piece of bread is, is cut into four pieces. So four families can buy one piece of bread, you know, here... Uh, when you go to Casco, you have to buy two loaves of bread, you know. <laughs> so we used to, you know, we used to supply these kiosks with bread and milk. And um, that's really how I learned community building. That's how I learned uh, business. That's how I learned, uh, you know, that's where I got the discipline to be able to even do this show every morning. Um, 
Frank will share with us your own story, your own childhood story, that whenever you're faced with challenges, you know, you feel like, oh, if I did that, you know, if I went through that, then this this is nothing, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, one of the stories that I can think of, there's a lot of stories, but I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna try to get a short one. Uh, as I was growing up, I think I was six, seven years old, and I had a, um, I used to hang out with my uh, older cousin a lot, and he was two years, two years older than me, and we had two friends too, um, they were our neighbors. And, you know, we would hang out every time, and um, we used to have, you know, we had those CD, uh, cassette players that had a little red button on the top. You know, you could record when you press on that button. So we used cassette that already had something on it, you know, some kind of music, but there's still a little bit of space. We put it in and we click on the red and we'll just play instrument and sing. It was just a, it was just a game for us. But um, at that time, I didn't even know I was gonna I was gonna be making music or anything. Then one of my friends, one of those two friends actually passed away from um, from from, from a, a illness that didn't even last a long time, honestly, and we we're all shocked. And um, it was back when I was a kid, and it still hits me today when I think about it because it was very, very one of my first friends as a kid. And that guy used to tell me his name was Muni. Muni used to tell me even as a kid, like, oh, you should be a singer. You should be a singer every time, every time. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't think I don't think I can sing, but you know. As kids, we're just playing around. Oh, yeah. And he was just saying it like that. And um, thinking back about it, if someone could even see me being a singer at such, uh, such a young age, because both of us, you were just probably three or four years older than me at the time. And um, if someone could see that back then, you know, who am I to really think nowadays that I cannot do it? As a kid, if someone already thought that, yeah, you could do it. And... And uh, Muni was someone very dear to me. And every time I think back about it, it really encourages me. I'm like, oh, I'm sure Muni is somewhere up there looking over me, looking out for me. And uh, it's a very short story that uh, I don't usually share, honestly, with people. But yeah, when you say that, uh, that's the only thing that I could think of that was strong enough for me to share uh, on this podcast. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. I love... Uh... Mm-hmm you know such powerful stories but i also hear franco you know we are going to in a moment talk about some of your biggest accomplishments and uh some of the projects you're working on currently but i hear that music also runs in your family is that true yeah yeah um my father is a very well-known reggae artist back in my country burkina faso I think he's actually back home right now. He released an album too uh, about three months ago that is all back home promoting. And my grandfather on my mom's side is also um, a Catholic singer, you know, church singer, used to sing in church. He actually has a lot of albums recorded and most of the, the songs in my native language are called Mori. Uh, most of the songs that we sing in church nowadays were all written by him. Most of them were written by him and sung by him, and now it's been used by you know the whole country, and it's been years, been probably a few decades, like two or three or four decades ago. 
yeah so yeah amazing. music does run to my in my family yeah yeah that's amazing that's amazing for those who are just joining us for today's episode of the african father in america podcast my name is simon okelo i am the host of this incredible show we have published over 400 episodes of the african father in america podcast we have over 200,000 downloads of this show so uh, if you're joining us this is a space that we've been cultivating for over three years you know and uh, one of the motivations is to have guests like uh, franco attk and to learn stories from across africa through this platform so if you haven't subscribed to my youtube channel i would love for you to take a minute and do that and also share your comments uh you know down below i see that we've been joined by kesiwa who has been a big fan of the show joining us from california and kesiwa is also sharing her own interpretation of today's proverb i'll read it in a moment i want you all to continue sharing your comments over there on youtube so that we know what you think about the conversation i'm having with franco and also so that we know your own perspective of today's proverb um now franco i want you to you know uh, share with us currently when you think about your career as an artist uh you know what is it that you feel is your biggest accomplishment that if you are speaking to a group of children in ogadugu you know uh and the you know a lot of the time when we leave the diaspora and we go back home uh there is a lot of excitement you know uh what 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 can you tell us what did you bring us you know so let's say um you know the president the 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 bukinabe president um uh, mr traore is ibrahim traore right yes yes yeah exactly. ibrahim traore is he a general is general ibrahim traore right? <laughs> oh no he's a captain yeah. he's a captain captain captain, captain mm-hmm. ibrahim traore he's an incredible leader everybody is comparing him to thomas sankara you know and he's also the youngest leader in the world you know um speak to these children tell them about your biggest accomplishment and you know captain traor is also sitting there enjoying the moment <laughs> uh i um i can think of a lot of things to say um to respond to this question but um me uh being able to release an album was one of my one of my biggest dreams since i started music i was in a band where we are we're struggling to even get one song in the studio you need to have the money to pay i remember going with my uh, because we were two in a group in the two in a band we went to a studio and we acted like we you know we had the money and everything to record the songs recorded i think we recorded 12 songs that day you know not the whole day but we went that day and we spoke about we spoke about recording the music and yeah it was like oh you guys already were like yeah just record we started recording we took the whole week and we finished the whole 12 songs and we didn't even have a penny even pay to get one of those songs and as that oh so now that we we done recording the songs or what are we going to do how much you going to proceed for the payment we like we actually don't even have a penny to pay right now thinking it would get mad but he actually said yeah you know having that courage to actually come knowing that you don't have anything in your pockets but wanting to do music it was really encouraging to him it was really something that he was not expecting to see 
because back home when you go you 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 want business you give the money and you get whatever you want basically so um we started gathering money but he gave us he was he was um kind enough to give us uh the first two songs for free just so we can have a few performances left and rights to make a little, little bit of money to pay him and um for me today if i want to talk about my biggest accomplishment i would say it's the album that i was able to release because um now i can see that there's a big 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 work put like behind the scenes when someone is working on his album i've seen my uh, my dad work on his album I know it's not easy, but I had never done it myself. So I didn't even, I didn't know, I didn't really know how hard it is until I started doing it. I started recording the first song of the album because I was recording here, working with the producer back home and it was a lot of back and forth. So it was a little hard. I started recording the song back in 20, late 2019. The, the whole album started recording late 2019. And it took all this time to get all of the all of the 12 songs together and um i'm really if i can say it here and i will say it i'm really proud of myself on that end and yeah and i'm, I'm thanking all the people that actually helped me make it possible because um uh, i can't I, I couldn't have done it only by myself and a lot of people had to put their hands on into the work in order to help me achieve that goal today so yeah i would say my art being able to release an album a music video and an album was a very a big accomplishment for me and i can't wait to have even bigger ones yeah yeah i agree it's no joke recording an album and seeing it through is really no joke we have a lot of people watching the show right now where can they go to download and listen to your music currently in this moment where can some of our listeners go and uh, support your music? All right, thank you. Thank you for asking that question. Uh, okay, so um, I can be found on any platform uh, from Spotify to Apple Music, to YouTube Music, to uh, Boomplay, every platform you go, you just go ahead and type in Franco, Franco ATTK and you'll be able to see, you see my name, you see my album, you see uh, every project that I've done. Every song that I recorded, and um, I mean every every song that I released, <laughs> a lot of songs that I recorded that are not public yet, and you'll be able to um, just have a listen and um, discover more. Um, hopefully soon I will have translations, you know, the lyrics and translations for people to uh, be able to just follow all through. But yeah, I will have that uh, available on YouTube soon, and uh, actually on my video. Um, when you go on my uh, YouTube channel, my YouTube channel, you're gonna see uh, a video, a song of a song called El Dorado, and the album's name is also El Dorado. And if you go in, you're able to actually activate the closed captions, and there's an English uh, part of it, and you can follow through the song and get every uh, meaning to every word in that song. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, I've been very privileged to listen to your album, the whole album, uh, many times. And I've also been privileged to watch you rehearsing for your album release party, which is this Saturday uh, at Rumba Notes in Seattle, Washington. For those who are in Seattle, you have to be there this Saturday. Uh, I want you to 
speak about Savale and then speak about the event this uh, this Saturday. Savale is one of the songs on this album. It's my favorite. So, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, I can't stop singing it. But mm-hmm. uh, talk talk about this song uh, particularly. Why did you write this song? Uh, and uh, why should people listen to it? <laughs> and then talk about the event this Saturday and 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 what people should look out for. Uh, well, thank you. I, I I remember the first time uh, the, on the first rehearsal. I was because I'm playing with your band, One Vibe Band. Thank you again for accompanying me. Thank you very much to you and all the musicians. And um, I remember when we did that song. You said yeah, that was your favorite. I remember. And um, Sava Ali, uh, meaning it, it will be all right. Meaning uh, it will be it will be all right. It will be okay. Everything will be all right. Basically, um, is a song that I wrote in 2014 it's a heartbreak song actually it's a heartbreak song i think i remember i had a, a girlfriend at that time that uh that broke up with me for some reason even till today i don't i don't know the reason and uh, <laughs> that, that back then it really hurt me and um i wrote part of the song back in 2014 but um actually completed in 2019 because i, I had forgotten about it but then I was going through, I'm like, what songs am I going to put in the album? And that was the first song of the album that I actually recorded. I finished it. I recorded, I just had a melody in my head. And uh, I just hummed it and sent it to my producer back home. He created, created something for me, a bit to to just put the song on. And yeah, Zavale is a message to, it's not only about the heartbreak side, it's also a message to basically because in the song I say that um, I know I'm in uh, I'm in that hole, but you can leave. Yeah, people that really that don't really stay there when you when you you really need them when they're not around when you need them. You just tell them you can go, you know you can go. It's fine. I know someday I'm gonna see the light, even though right now I'm in a hole. You know I'm climbing and I'm and I'm making my way to the top. And one day I'm I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna be able to see the light, and I know it's gonna come. That's basically what Savad is about. You see, this is why I love this song, because uh, right now I'm in a place where I I just need my spirit to be lifted, you know, uh, and that song is, is it lifts your spirit. I think music is medicine, you know, and to a certain degree, for me personally, when I sing, when I when I listen to music, I, I look for healing, you know. Uh, when I when I play music for my children too, uh, you know, children are, are are very clear in their response to anything that they come across, and so sometimes you just see them moving their body in a certain way. You know that we grown-ups we control ourselves too much. So if you want to know music is good, play it for children. And I did that with Savale, and the response was just the way it was for me. You know. So, uh, you know, great work uh, on your album. And as uh, Franco said, uh, you should check out uh, his music across all music streaming platform. Uh, but also this Saturday, uh, we are going to be live in Seattle, Washington uh, at Roomba Notes, which is a very, very popular live music venue. Uh, I first met you at Roomba Notes, uh, Franco. Uh, talk about our first meeting and then talk about what people should look out for because I feel that there is so much excitement 
have been in the community uh, talking to different people and the awareness about your show is really out there so uh, what should people expect okay so uh i remember um hearing and seeing a lot of things about the madaraka festival no i wish i could meet the person that is in charge of this event and um uh i heard uh there was there were rehearsals at Roman notes this year and uh, i went there and i met my manager there we just we just all went there that day to talk to uh we actually wanted to see the venue and, and prepare for the show and we saw the band play. I would just travel from my place. I live in Linwood to Rumba North just to see the band play because of how good they are. And uh, I was telling my manager, we gotta have this band for the show. We gotta have this band. And that's where that's where we met you. That's where we finally got met, got to meet you because I would see you on uh, the post on Instagram and everything, but I never uh, gotten the opportunity to meet you in person. And that the day we we finally met you. Like, oh, Simon, Simon, okay, Lord. I'm like, oh, okay. Then we walked over, and yeah, my manager is the one that spoke to you. I'm, I get a little shy when, when I approach people that I, I, I've been wanting to meet. And um, manager approached you, and that's where everything started. And today we're working together. Today you have me on your podcast, and I'm really appreciative. And um, I'm thanking God for every step. That I've taken so far, and what should people expect? Expect a great show with um, a crazy good band, a band that uh, I've never really felt this comfortable playing with a band as I'm playing with this band right now, the One Vibe band. And um, I'm I'm bringing energy that day. I'm bringing all the energy I can bring. Is what I'm gonna bring to the stage that day, to the to the rumba notes that day. So make sure you don't miss out. Go ahead and get your tickets. You're gonna be playing live. There's gonna be other um, upcoming artists like myself that are gonna be op opening for me. I received a lot of help that I really didn't think I would be getting. Maybe if you asked me a couple of years back, or even six months ago, you know, six seven months ago. But um, I get to work with great people, and I'm really thankful. So please don't miss out Saturday. The doors will open at seven. Doors will open at seven and we're gonna party until you know, until we until we're tired. <laughs> until we're tired basically. Man, I can't so, wait. I can't mm -hmm. wait. If you're watching uh, the show right now, I want you to go to Eventbrite and get your ticket in advance because one of the things with African shows, uh, whether it's in Africa or here, people go last minute to look for tickets then you end up being disappointed you know so uh, i want you to go to eventbrite today uh, and get your ticket uh, look for uh, what should they look for is it eldorado album release party exactly excellent for eldorado album release party and you'll be able to see excellent excellent well uh Share with us some of your closing remarks before before you do that. I just want to read some of the comments that uh, oh, I see that Cheruto is also here joining us for the show. Kesiwa is joining us for the show. Kesiwa shared her own feedback, her own comments in regards to today's proverb, and she's saying that heavy is the head that wears the crown seems to be a direct contrast to this proverb. I am gonna think on this some more. Uh, that's Kesiwa. 
and I asked Kesiwa where is she joining us from and she said she's joining us from Antelope Valley, California by way of Ghana and she also says that Franco, your friend Mooney reminds me how certain perhaps his purpose was this message to you. People are not meant to live here long. Uh, I see that Harold Charles, who is part of my team in Kenya, is also joining us. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, One Vibe TV is also saying that this is an awesome show. If you want to watch all the Madaraka Festival content, you go to One Vibe TV. Uh, and then Cheruto Chebi is also joining us here, saying that nothing is heavy for you to carry. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. I love that. I feel like that's a message for me and to all of us. And then mm -hmm. Martin, uh, who is our graphic designer, is also part of the One Vibe team. Is joining us from Kenya. He's saying, uh, he's just saying he's joining from Kenya. <laughs> anyway, uh, Matt, uh, Franco, share your closing remarks um, before we wrap up the show. All right. Um... Want to thank you again. Thank you again for uh, for everything. And um, since I've since I've met you, uh, since I've met Salif, since I've met uh, all the people I'm working with right now, things seems to go way smoother than it used to be. It used to be when I was all working by myself. And um, I'm really thankful for the opportunity to be here on the podcast. That's my first time being on a podcast ever. And uh, uh, thank you very much for being the first one to open that door because I'm sure um, a lot more will be coming. And um, what can I really say again? I will say um, just make sure you don't you don't miss the show. I'm gonna be live on my uh, on my social media as well. So same name Franco HTK. Anywhere you type it on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, Twitter, you're gonna find you're gonna find me, and you'll be able to even watch it live if you're not if you're not from Seattle, for example. And you can, yeah, you can just w watch it and share it. Make sure uh, you also go and listen to the album, and uh, watch the the music videos that are already out. Yeah, and uh, thank you very much again. And I think that's all I have to say. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you, Franco. I deeply appreciate you, and I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you for. Uh, the risk you took to do this project uh, at this time. Uh, you know, many people many people don't prioritize music. They don't prioritize uh, what their heart, uh, you know, their heart of hearts is telling them to do. And so you took the courage and a lot of young people are looking up to you. Even here now, I see a lot of young people surrounding you. They are supporting you. Uh, they are being inspired by you. And so a lot more is expected of you. You know, the more uh, you're given, the more is expected of you. So now you're a leader. You're not an upcoming artist, you know. Uh, so I just want you to be aware about that. But to our amazing viewers and listeners, thank you so much. If you're going to listen to this show uh, later on, uh, you know, remember if you're, if you're driving and uh, working and you can't watch the show, you can catch it across all podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, you know, Google Podcasts, you know, Spotify Podcasts. You can catch it all over the place. But also go to YouTube, subscribe to the channel and support uh, the work that we're doing here. 
with those few uh, you know remarks i just want to thank you again and we will see you here tomorrow for another episode of the african father in america podcast go ahead franco i just wanted to uh actually forgot i forgot one thing thank you to all the viewers <laughs> that's a mistake to not make oh thank you to all the viewers for taking the time to uh really watch this today and yeah thank you mr simon amazing amazing person thank you very much for having me of course my brother thank you and keep up the good work i'll see you uh, on saturday <laughs> african father in america you are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokele live from Seattle, Washington.